for that busy, on-the-go professional who doesn't have the strength to admit he's been given at least a slight advantage by being born white. The Irish were persecuted too, you know. For the stay-at-home mom who hates affirmative action because she doesn't remember that black kids had to be escorted to school by the army. My kids would have a way easier time getting into college if they were minorities. <laughs> Diet racism, because you just don't get it. The official beverage of the Washington Redskins. Hello and welcome to Oops, I Talk Politics, the left-wing political podcast where we talk about politics. I'm Ryan. I'm Sly. I'm Phil. And I'm Daryl. And we're here, guys. We're here. We made it. Again. We made it again. We don't have too much longer to go until the midterms, and then not too much longer from that until the next year. And then not too much longer from that, and we'll be dead. So, <laughs> yeah. It's, like, pretty good. Yeah, before, yeah. That, before the midterms, we'll have Rose thinking fire, Mueller getting kicked <laughs> off the case, uh, yeah. Trump let himself dictator for life. No, that, that, that stuff's after midterms. I don't <laughs> <Yeah>. know. <laughs> I don't think Trump's going to wait. I don't think Trump's the kind of guy who's like, I'm going to hold off on something I want to do. I don't think he's going to be able to restrain himself. That's a good point. That's what he has Russian prostitutes for, to restrain him and pee yeah. on him. So, I think he pees on them, right? No, they pee on a bed that Obama was in one time. Yeah, that, that's yeah. how you get revenge. Spot. You have, you have, Take you that, have, Obama. You, pee, you have to pee on a bed that they, they, they once slept in at a, one, a point in history. Like, <laughs> that's how you get revenge on them. The ultimate revenge. Yeah. <laughs> a dish best served yellow. <laughs> so, a little peek behind the curtain. I am uh, getting married soon, so I didn't want to do any what? research. <laughs> You didn't invite me? <laughs> Daryl, you are marrying us. You guys are getting married? <laughs> <laughs> so I, we were going to do a big research episode, and I was like, can we just not? So we're going to just complain about our family. <laughs> yeah. We, we, it's like a classic American tradition. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so consider this uh, sequel to the episode where we talked about our daddy issues. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like how people are like, oh, fucking Thanksgiving dinner is always gets political. We're just basically doing that online except we are not giving them a chance to talk back and yeah. whenever it's the four of us we call it spanksgiving yeah no nope. touch each other's butts <laughs> nope <laughs> okay I'm not part of this i mean once they get married <laughs> once you guys get married it'll be okay so <laughs> fine phil and i'll just touch each other's butts you guys aren't invited anymore thank god anyway um <laughs> so, <laughs> anyway so in our current age, like we're experiencing and we're still like trying to learn to deal with. And I feel like we've learned to deal with this in a weird way where we kind of just ignore people that like spam terrible Facebook posts on their walls. And yes, stuff. just unfollow them. and stuff. Yeah. And I, I've, I've always wondered whether or not this is like a new phenomenon or you've just always ignored your crazy uncle. Mm. It's just hard when you have like, you know, you can scroll through their history. It's not like you're there's a video feed of all the crazy things they say every day like back in yeah. like the 90s and stuff. But now you can just be like, "Oh my god." And you get to see all the nonsense they post. And it's like, do you think there's any value in engaging with them when all they do is spam, like share, like subscribe memes? I think we literally covered this on the uh, Patreon episode. You guys <laughs> yeah. want to check that out? Well, our poor yeah. listeners listening here, oh, maybe, yeah. not listen- maybe they're not Patreon. Oh, yeah. It's the first Patreon episode, if anyone's interested, where we talk about just dealing with the reality of Trump being president and um, dealing with family and social media. That's true. It was, yeah. it, it was The episode was about whether or not do you think there's anything like productive 
in developing and talking to them. So maybe instead I'll ask you, hey, <laughs> what crazy thing are they posting today? <laughs> well, I think just to answer your question a little bit and get into a crazy posting thing, I think it's it also depends on the thing. Like, okay, I'm looking at this meme that my aunt shared a couple weeks ago where it's, uh-huh. you know, the Molly Tibbetts murder? Yeah. She was a girl in, I believe, Iowa who was murdered by an illegal alien. Like, it was a tragic mm-hmm. story. But it became like a big touchstone for the right to be like, this is why we have to close all our borders and kill all Hispanic people. And like, it was, you know, her family came out and was like, please don't be racist, guys. And they don't listen. But she shared this picture of her and the guy's mugshot. And it was illegal alien confesses to the murder of Molly Tibbetts. Share equals death penalty. Like, (laughs) I I don't know what I could add to that conversation. (laughs) Yeah, because it's one of those things where it's like, you could say, like, you know, this isn't the way it works, and then people would be like, yeah, I know that. It's just purposely made to work people up into, like, a fervor. Yeah, that's the thing, is, like, when there's memes that are just to, like, own the libs, or, like, to trigger people, or, like, anything like that, I feel like... Yeah, like, like if you think Trump's doing a good job, it's like, that's not where you're gonna, like, I gotta die on this hill and say he's not doing it. Yeah, exactly, and I feel like that kind of, like, Facebook meme that is like just to incite or just to be like, I believe this in any way. Like just to trigger. Yeah, exactly. And like, if you like, it's the same thing. Like if somebody's like, if you don't like it, you can leave. Like there's, that's not a good place to start. But Mm. if they're like Trump's tax plan says this and it's not, that's not what it says. I feel like that you can get into a little more. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm kind of wondering is whether like where to like pick the battles if you decide to battle at all. Because I know there's like some people where I feel like you're just goodbye. <laughs> like, also, you're just going to let them go. So you're saying like when they're posting like wrong information versus like kind of stupid opinions. But, yeah. Of like I like Trump. It's like you're not. That's... Yeah. Like, OK, like mm-hmm. or whatever. Or like this. Like I've seen them post like the, Trump loves America. and It's him like saluting the flag or something. It's like. <laughs> It's like one of those things, like, are, am I going to argue trying to quantify if he loves America or not? It's like, that's not really, like, a, a worthwhile endeavor. But sometimes it's hard to not comment when they're posting wrong things, even if they're not of substance. Like, a lot of times my family tends to post things like, Facebook is ordering this picture to be removed. <laughs> yeah. Share as much as possible. And it's like, I know Facebook is not ordering <laughs> little Timmy salutes the flag. <laughs> Literally. Facebook had the nerve, according to my uncle, <laughs> to remove the beloved photo, Little Timmy Salutes the Flag, because non-Americans find it hateful. Uh, Zuckerberg is deleting all posts that say, God bless America. Share yeah. if you will not stand for this. That kind of stuff, it's like, I don't know if it's worth arguing, because it is it is wrong information, but it's also like, it's so fucking dumb that it's like, what? <laughs> it's just not true. Yeah. <laughs> Like no, <laughs> I, I I was when I was scrolling through to do research for this episode. Research, some of my yeah, some of my family's Facebook. Page. I'm not gonna do real research on my like, <laughs> yeah. actual history. I'm gonna do research on my family's posting this week. Yeah, can you yeah, guys tell gossiping me? Gossiping is research. <laughs> yeah, can you guys tell me if this is true? It was shared on 9/11 from the President Donald Trump fan club, and it mm-hmm. says two days after the September 11th attacks, Donald Trump was at Ground Zero with hundreds of workers that he paid for to help find and identify victims. That is Share this photo to remind people exactly what. Kind Kind of American our president is in reality Donald Trump uh, spent like the like the day of uh, bragging about how now his tower is the biggest one in Manhattan or something like that <laughs> did you see that there were uh memes going around recently of Trump in Hurricane Florence in a boat rescuing people <laughs> yeah. and he's in his suit like he's not in like rescue gear or anything it's like oh my god this was shared uh just uh 
a couple hours before the Trump one. Now that California is registering non-citizens oh. to vote and has refused to cooperate with the federal election integrity program, all votes from California should be nullified and federal representatives from the state be removed from Congress for the benefit of all the states? Share if you agree. That's from Nation in Distress. So here's a question. If if our family has the same exact posts, do we like win bingo or something? Because <laughs> I saw just that saw too? that one. No, that's, that's, that's when you get married, guys. Uh, fuck. <laughs> oh, that's what the marriage is for. I, I see now. Because yeah. <laughs> like, for, like for that kind of thing, those are the ones that make me like go back to a couple times where I'm like, I feel like I should say something because this just isn't mm. true. And I know I've said this on the show a couple times, but I feel like a lot of times it's not for them, but it's for, like, all the... Because, like, when you share something on Facebook, it's not just you that sees it. It's, like, hundreds of people. Mm-hmm. So I'm always tempted to be like, well, maybe they have 50 friends that are kind of idiots, but not that big of an idiot. That, like, if there's just a... Actually, here's a Snopes link that that's not true. Like, maybe that'll make a little bit of a difference. Or maybe it'll stop someone else from sharing it and exponentially growing it. Yeah. Yeah. Forgetting that Snopes is liberal. It's kind of like a feudal um, pushing against the tides. Like, like, how are you going to disprove it in a way that's going to satisfy most people in that circle? You're, like, fighting a red wave. You know, I'm thinking (laughs) about it, but sometimes... Sly definitely has a good point there that you're you're fighting against the tide whenever you try and post it. But sometimes, like like with me, if I see a lot of comments on someone's like dumb meme thing, I like reading them and seeing where people come into argue. That's true. That's definitely true. I think there is some value in reading what the like conversation opposition? about it is. Yeah, the opposition yeah. too. Because like my housemate John, he was on the Fox News episode. He listens. He still listens to Rush Limbaugh and Sean Hannity every day. And he'll come home and be like, this is what they're saying about Brett Kavanaugh. This is what they're saying about, you know, Robert Mueller. And, like, it is interesting. I do think that, like, sometimes you just can't because you'll just get so mad. I, I think I, I think it, I, I think in that case it's more useful to listen to, like, the Rush Limbaugh's and the Fox News to get that perspective. But, when, like, random Facebook posts, like, they're literally trying to just either preach to the choir or... Um, Try, yeah. try to to, to uh, test out like theories of, or arguments that might work. Like they literally make every mm. argument and see which one's trend. They, they really don't care. Like, that's, that's true. Yeah, which is why everything is like sharing. Like yeah, yeah. So like like, like Fox News. That's when you get the ones that that's gonna be the common consensus you have to rally against. But like random Facebook posts, that's just testing the waters most of the time. I also think it depends on what like what the goal is because like here. Here's here's another one where it's like Congressman Steve King is calling for the investigation of Obama, Clinton, and Soros. Share if you support him. And like that's like that's not going to happen. Like there's like <laughs> like it's that's from extremely pissed off right-wingers too. Yeah, like that, that's that, that's not for anyone in the mainstream to yeah, argue. Yeah, that's like, like and even if like it's got 10 million shares, it wouldn't really matter. But when there's ones that are like you know, trans people or like gay people are all like raping kids and nobody cares. I feel like I'm, I feel more like I have to argue against that because I never know who's seeing that. But like, that might be more like, uh, it's because it's more gross and you feel compelled to say well, something. It's more like that's more directly hurting people. Yeah, but it's tough. It's it's tough because uh, like, and it's tough because that is more closer to what the uh, less dog whistle form of what the mainstream opinion is. Like, you can't have these people in the bathrooms. The implication being they'll do kind of uh, fucked up things inside there. Yeah, it's like Hillary Clinton doesn't really need anyone defending her necessarily. She's got like yeah. plenty of um, 
political leverage and yeah, stuff. Yeah, like, like Hillary Clinton and Obama and George Soros have a lot more people defending them than, like, my trans cousin who's not out to the whole family that, mm-hmm. like, might see this and be like, is this what my family thinks of me? You know, like, yeah. stuff like that that... That's, I feel like yeah, that's, that's very that's a, that's a different like, that's you trying to show support for your family in a, in yeah. a sense too. And also like you never know like you know she might have twenty other trans friends that she doesn't know are trans or like whatever you know. Like, I feel yeah. like yeah, but if the racist stuff like uh, um, that's tougher because that is a, a less dog whistle version of what the mainstream arguments are. So yeah, I think it, that's yeah, that makes sense. So uh, speaking of the racist posts, I have a question. <laughs> Of what I should think about this. This was posted from uh, the Conservative Nation, and it's the it's a video that I screenshotted. That the video says, "I'm proud to be white. I bet no one passes this on because they are scared of be called a racist." <laughs> and the the caption for the video is, "Are you proud of who you are? There is panic in the diabetes industry. Big pharma executives can't believe their eyes. See why? Click here." <laughs> and it's obviously oh. uh, it's a link to some clickbait web clickbait website that's youread.org slash no diabetes <laughs> yeah it sounds like they're gonna start selling you like uh homeopathy pills yeah. probably, probably. Uh, do you guys see well but my question is do you guys see a lot of like these racist memes that are just like included with links to go like give them money well, well that's like all, all the uh, snake oil salesman like Alex Jones they all yeah. uh, gravitate to the right now because that's where they make the money most of the time probably mm-hmm. so that they kind of fuse those markets together before they'll, they'll target those markets now they merge them together for maximum efficiency you just act racist and you then you sell the pills at the same time basically I don't have a lot of people that I know that hawk stuff yeah I don't either well, it's not like it's not my aunt doing this. It's like conservative, you know, oh, yeah. whatever. That's more like the f- super far right and like the Alex Jones type. Uh, really like, uh, really snake oil, really questionable marketing, and really questionable people giving the the information. Like you have to be really deep into that. Shit. You have to be in pyramid schemes already. <laughs> yeah, pretty yeah. much. Oh, just <laughs> this is so dumb. I, so when I was doing research before, <laughs> I just research. I ran into like. This is guy who posts on all my family members' wall. Every time they post anything, he yells in all caps as a comment and then always ends it with heaven on earth, ultimate inventor, and he links to his YouTube channel where he is yelling at media trucks in Manhattan and saying how he knows how to stop poverty. And I was just showing Daryl some of these videos and I was like, we should, like he said, we should do that a whole episode with this guy. Because <laughs> it's just him saying, like, so I, it's funny because he posts on my like right wing family's walls, but he's always saying like we need to give the money from the rich to the poor. Ultimate inventor, heaven on earth dot com or whatever, <laughs> and he, like this. So, so uh, this my is our uncle, first sponsor, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> my <laughs> uncle posts. Uh, Korean war soldiers come home. NBC no coverage. CNN no coverage. CBS no coverage. Sheriff, they should be ashamed. <laughs> you know, like one of those. Yeah. And then this guy in all caps yells. Fact is, America has been shameful America since independence, which, by the way, has been over 242 years. For Christ's sake, all they did is stop shooting at each other. We're still living in laws that we are back then. We seriously need advancement like God sent heaven on earth program. It's mainly designed to advance wealth for all. No more poverty. And then he links to his channel where he starts yelling about his... And so we were watching, like, what is his plan to erase poverty? And he just tries to sell, like, a stroller that drives itself <laughs> or a soda machine, like, robot. And he, he was at Occupy Wall Street, like, like for, for weeks uh, filming yeah. himself there. 
This guy sounds awesome. Like, <laughs> Occupy, we're, we're going to, look, $50 billion for the soda machine robot. <laughs> the best one was he, one of his inventions is luggage <laughs> that pushes cars. So it's it's basically a wheel with a motor attached to it. They hook up to the back of your car, and when your car's in like neutral, it'll like dry, it'll start pushing it around. And he says it's luggage that pushes cars because I guess you put luggage on top of it. And it's like I'm I'm just failing to see how this is saving <laughs> how like, this is anything. Cars. I, I I think he just had a product and he just found, thought this was like a good way to get attention. Probably. He also says that he's died three times. Once by drowning, once in an explosion, once a car fell on him with no wheels. <laughs> oh, yeah, I should, uh, you should also know that he's probably mentally ill, too. I think he definitely yeah. is. And, like, so every time my uncle posts some, like, right-wing thing, this guy starts yelling, <laughs> saying, I agree with you, God sent heaven on earth, uh, like, whatever, news media won't report, uh, something, heaven on earth. And then my uncle never responds, because I guess he's like... I'm not trying to redistribute wealth. Also, what do you say to this? Yeah, good response to this. I I just realized, this is like the American equivalent of those Chinese, like, spammers. Like, (laughs) they'll they'll, they'll say, go go see free movie uh, Avengers 2 on on website. Click now. Like, this is is their way to get in. You say, like, have another... He knows him in person, and he, like, goes out and makes these videos all the time. Well, it shows how personable Americans are. You gotta know the like, people you're My uncle says he really does strike me as an entrepreneur, <laughs> yeah. but like a bad one. <laughs> my uncle posts. I don't Trump remember of, of the crazy right wing religious crowd. Freedom isn't free. We, we never forget for the sacrifice. And then this guy yells, "What's so good about politicians starting wars so our children can fight them? Heaven on earth completely stops everything, even stupid politicians creating wars." It's it's funny. This this is this is like Donald Trump. Like this is how Donald Trump uh, got to power. You kept saying stuff that had nothing to do with his actual <laughs> positions, and you eventually got be president so this, this guy policy is works. captivating yeah I, i'll show you guys later <laughs> do, you, do you guys ever like really get a kick out of when they share something but with like really dumb their like their own captions that just don't make any sense so, like here is another video that has very scary pictures of debbie washerman Schultz, james comey hillary clinton and obama yelling and they keep oh flashing red and it says, when corrupt politicians start going to prison, we can start trusting the government again. Share if you agree, too. And keep in mind, this is someone who loves Trump and the entire Trump administration. Yeah. So, yeah. like, I guess she does start trusting the government sometimes. But the caption on this video first is, do you think corrupt politicians need to go to prison? This is from a different page, but it's still, there is panic in the diabetes industry. Big pharma executives <laughs> can't believe they're ICY. <laughs> Click here. Uh, you read.org, no diabetes. And that's from rowdy Republicans. But then her caption on it is just the capital letter L. Uh, she's, a, she's a fan of Death Note, guys. <laughs> L, go capture these. Yeah, L, we need your help. Oh, well, we, we know who's in charge of the diabetes industry, Kira. <laughs> Phil, you've got to stop reading this guy. I can't stop reading this guy. No, this, this is what we're here for. This is what we came my for. Uncle, my uncle posts, sick of my tax dollars. So he didn't, he didn't write this. He shares, sick of my tax dollars being wasted digging up dirt on Trump when the evidence is clear against Hillary and Obama. And then this guy comes in, I sit research on Trump. He's been lying to all of his so-called layers. So this is why he's having a problem getting new ones. Because you should know, you have to be frank with your attorney and he's even lying to them. So he's like... Solving these He's problems. like, Trump's a liar? And my uncle doesn't respond. So, so you don't even know this guy, right? I don't know this guy. But he once did yell at my mom on Facebook and like called her a whore or something. Oh, oh my god. Uh, you should reach out to him and get him on the show. No. no, no, it's not going that far. <laughs> no, we get him on the show, and then he'll be in our oops group doing this every. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. sounds so good. 
his YouTube channel has like no comments. It's just him yelling. And he went up to an he went up to an ABC news truck and he starts screaming at them. And then he puts a flyer of his Heaven on Earth program on their windshield. And then as they start taking it off and crumpling it, he's like, "Look, they're crumpling it. What kind of journalism is this? They're not even reading it. They're putting it in the truck. They won't read it. They're suppressing my message." Okay, you have to link this in the the comments for this video. Yes. Oh, oh my boy. god. Yeah, this guy's gonna his lane's gonna be lit up when he sees. I was like, just about to say, like, we're gonna be the biggest boom to his. <laughs> we don't. Right. This is not what we want. It's good. Yeah, yeah, then he's gonna give us promotion. Ryan, there's to- no one to cross promote with. It's him. <laughs> yeah, that's one more. I value all our listeners. No, even guys. Next one. time this guy goes to a CBS truck, he'll be like, "Did you hear about this fucking podcast called It's Like Politics? It's like, great. Check it out." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then they'll be like, okay, it's probably another like crazy website. Yeah, gonna, so we're gonna blacklist this. We're gonna better to be, yeah, they're not right. I, I no, it's better to be, you know, like CBS is already not watching us, so it's be like, you know, notorious. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, I'm sure that's working out for Infowars. Yeah, like when the Alex Jones crowd starts listening to us, then we'll know we made it. That's not. That's not our. <laughs> we want. We'll get their ad revenue and we'll get all their hate. It'll be we'll, we'll feed off of it. It'll be perfect combination. Obviously, we have different goals for the show. <laughs> so, do you guys have anyone? Because I know someone that's our age, and he is like, um, usually a lot of times you see like crazy family members posting Trump-related stuff, but like this guy is a millennial and he posts memes all day too like like not like funny memes just like uh picture memes of like with text all over them and it's really interesting seeing his views and i've talked to all of you you three about it in that he like i'm just don't know what to make of him because on one hand like he's very pro-socialist and redistributing wealth to poor people like poor people work a lot but he's also like pretty racist and a 9-11 truther okay <laughs> i don't know like do you guys have do you know people like this that are that fall into like this weird category i feel like most like it's funny because i think most people in normal life are like that like it's very rare in my life to meet people who have like a very consistent political view i think you three are the only ones who i really know in real life that have that hmm. but i think it's it, it can be strange because whether or not they're consistent political views, people often just fall into, like, one talking point camp. Yeah, like, no camp applies to them. I think it's less true for people who are uh, wealthy boomer types. I think mm-hmm. once you know a lot of, like, working class people, they're like, they're like the Trump people who will simultaneously say populist stuff while supporting, you know, fucking... Yeah, but the, this guy's uh, our tax. age. I know, but I, I know people our age that are the same way, like... We know, like, working people who do construction, stuff like that. I know, and I know a lot of people like this, unfortunately. I, I feel... Mm. I've seen a lot of the left-wing libertarian, as weird as that is to say, the other, like, types in... When I was working at that health food store, a lot of the hippies were like, fuck the government, 9-11 was a conspiracy, but they're like, but we need to feed the homeless, pay for the poor, universal health care. Which is weird for them to be, like, both very anti-government conspiratorial yeah. and also at the same time, like... Use the government to help the poor. Yeah. But th- yeah. th- that is more of a set group. Most uh, most uh, 9-11 conspiracy theories are the anti-vaxxer conspiracy crowd, hippie mm-hmm. crowd, too. That's yeah. a weird subset, but... Yeah, like, this guy's subset. anti-GMO. I know. Th- th- yours, yours is different, but the people they are always talk about... They're more of a traditional group, the hippie, anti-vaxxer, 9-11 crowd. Like, the, those, that's kind of our weirdos, that crowd. 
For yeah. me, the people I know like that, they're not really like more the... Well, they're a little conspiratorial, but less like the hippie crowd and more like the so anti-establishment that they were like the Bernie Trump voters uh-huh. that were like, you know, the government's just filled with evil people. And like, I've seen them a lot of... A lot of them are 9-11 truthers too. And where yeah. they're like... I, yeah. But I don't see a lot of other conspiracies, but it's mostly just like... Everything the government does is bad. Like, Bernie was great, but then, like, Trump is better than Hillary. Yeah, it's like... Kind of like the tear it all down kind of guys. Bernie, Trump, then Hillary. Yeah, Yeah, because it's like how... It's regardless of policy, how establishment, quote-unquote, are you? Yeah. And that reminds me of, like, a lot of... I know a lot of of people on my Facebook feed that are just like, all politicians are bad, both sides, and then it's all Mm -hmm. just personality and not platform at all. Well, that's yeah. a, that. I think that's the mainstream, like, for, for, not, yeah. like not like the mainstream media kind of thing, but mainstream like what typical American things. Because most Americans don't want to talk about think about politics at all. So that's a very easy position that usually default to. That yeah, what was this? Just bad. I don't have to make a judgment call at all. I'm above this. I'm somehow superior for not taking a stand. Fuck yeah. you, partisans. <laughs> yeah, like I don't like everything Trump does, but like you know. He's uh he he he's definitely trying to do a good job like that like the saying nothing. That, that's why I used to, like I, I I do less so often now, but that's usually when I wail about like the milquetoast moderates. It's like those people I'm about the most, the ones who act like they're superior for not taking a stand at anything. Like I'm I'm both sides just bad. I'm smarter than you because you care about this passionately. But since I don't care about it, I'm somehow lobbying logical about it. Uh, since I think Trump is just as bad as Hillary, I'm obviously smarter than you. Yeah, and scrolling through this guy's feed, like, none of it is anti-Trump. The, the anti-stuff I see is both, like, Republicans and Democrats that don't support pro, like, poor people bills are the problem. Rather than specifically attacking Republicans for doing this or Democrats for doing this, it's like anyone that opposes these agendas is the problem. And, like, the thing that, like, okay, so my dad just shared this an hour ago. His caption is sounds about right. And it's a picture of JFK and it's let us not seek the Republican answer or the Democratic answer, but the right answer. Let us not seek to fix the blame for the past. It let us accept our own responsibility for the future. John F. Kennedy. And it's like, okay, yeah, he's calling for bipartisanship, but he wasn't an independent. He was a fucking Democrat with a platform. Like he was not like, oh, let's just do right down the middle. He was like, let's fight for the Democratic ideal. That's... Like, that's so stupid. And one time I got into, like, an argument with my dad. Uh, one time. Many, many times. But <laughs> yeah, him and once. my mom both shared a quote from Thomas Jefferson that it was like, I've never lost a friend over politics. And I'm like, what? <laughs> like, not only did he, like, write these, like, horrible editorials about everyone that disagreed with him, but he also, like, I, I don't remember. I kind of remember him going to war over politics. Yeah. <laughs> he definitely lost friends over politics. <laughs> yeah. And, like, it's so easy to just say these like quotes that mean yeah. nothing but like mm-hmm. that doesn't that what like that's nothing you're saying nothing he Those literally are... wrote a, a declaration saying i am leaving we are <laughs> leaving this country over politics <laughs> yeah. and like there's a lot of people that really find value in the civility aspect of politics and that, that gives them like the like sly was saying like the the moral um superiority yeah, you know what kind being of able to be like, are? I'm smarter than all these people that are like posting all this angry stuff. It's like, why can't we go back to how we were before where it wasn't partisan? Yeah, the, those are the people that are so privileged that politics don't affect yeah. them. The people, like, uh, when you support the status quo, you are taking a stand. That's what these people yeah. are doing. Yeah, that's, a, that's always a good point. And yeah, that's, that's the thing, like, yeah. like, my dad is so convinced that Obama worsened the racial divide. 
where I'm like, it depends on who you ask. Because he gave a voice to people that you just ignored for decades. Like, he's like, no, but he he hates cops, and he, like, he just stoked the racial fires. It wasn't this bad before him. And I was like, no, it was because all the white presidents just told the black people to shut up. What the Uh fuck did Obama say about cops ever? He, like, wouldn't (laughs) go to every cop funeral, and, like, Trayvon Martin could have been his son, and, like, I don't know. That was about a fucking uh, local watch guy. Like, that wasn't a fucking cop. I know. <laughs> I, I'm, saying, I'm, saying, I'm saying like my outrage. I'm releasing my outrage at that stupid that sentence. That's not against you, Ryan. Against yeah, he was. He was not even killed by a cop. <laughs> he did share. He did share a post. Obama did. No, my dad did. From uh, the, the congressman. Obama's posting about right wing memes on. Twitter. Yeah, a, a, another congressman in uh, on Long Island about how Obama should like. Obama's basically committing treason by siding with Colin Kaepernick because it's a lie that they kill black. That cops kill black people and that. It's he's just like furthering a, the blaspheming of our heroes, and like my dad said this like two weeks ago, and I was like, okay, like cool, I guess this is Obama's fault, whatever. God, Ryan, what, what did Obama <laughs> say about Colin Kaepernick anyway? He was just like, I support his right to protest. Yeah. Oh my god, what a fucking monster! <laughs> oh my god, what a radical! Yeah. Ryan, I have a question. Yeah, how do you feel? Because I know you more than like a lot of us try and always make inroads with your family over like disagreements and stuff. And how do you feel when you feel like I'm making progress and then you see your dad resort back to this? I feel mad all the time. (laughs) (laughs) Because It's just, the thing is I can kind of stomach it because I have made a lot of progress on any issue. That's not the police. Mm -hmm. So like, I, he used to rail against, like, oh, you know, McDonald's people, what should they get $15 an hour for? Oh, like, that's ridiculous. Yeah. And then I was like, he was like, when I worked, when I was 15, I worked at a park picking up trash, and I made, like, $3.15. And then I was like, let's go to uh, an inflation calculator and see what that was. And, it like, whatever the numbers he gave me in 2017 dollars were, like, fourteen fifty, And I was like, hey, so you're saying that your time is more valuable than my time. And he has not complained about raising the minimum wage since then. Huh. Or, like, he was kind of against, like, trans bathroom stuff where he was like, well, you know, why, like, I feel like that's just, you know, these, because, okay. Content yeah, yeah, warning. all the transphobic. All the transphobic about, stuff, because like, he was these like. These are all predators yeah. that want to use these bathrooms. Yeah, and also and he's like, like no. well, you know, when I was a cop, the only trans people I knew were drag queen prostitutes. And I'm like, cool, yeah. dad, cool. Mm-hmm. But then when I explained, I'm like, do people get molested by straight people in bathrooms? And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, and who stops them? Do they sign in and like get like a genital check? And he's like, no. And I was like, and like if a trans person abuses somebody in a bathroom, do they still go to jail? And he was like, yeah. And I'm like, so then what's the problem? Yeah, the problem's not trans people. It's sex offenders. Yeah. And then (laughs) he stopped railing against like the bathroom bill. And like, so I have made progress in other ways that it, kind of puts the spotlight on my frustration for the certain issues that I know I cannot make progress on. But Mm -hmm. like, I think there is, but at the same time, all of that progress was made in person, never on an online debate. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. and he's and he's your dad, which is like a really close relationship compared yeah. to like he, he when I see my extended shit. family, I'm like, oh, like my uncle I haven't seen in like fucking six years. Yeah, like, like I don't think I could change my like uh, libertarian, live free or die New Hampshire yeah. hardcore Republican uncle and his family. The thing is, like, even if you could like uh, make a good argument in the moment. Uh, they're going to leave you and they're going to go back to their bubble and they're going to spend yeah. yep. uh, months and months in their bubble away from you 
uh, by, by the definition of how our brains work in terms of you know conforming to our social surroundings, they will go back to their way of thinking because they don't meet you as often as they meet the people around them that gave them those those views in the first place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it works both ways with that too. It's like you have to really immerse yourself in opposition arguments and be like buying into them in order to effectively have that take place. I do have one cousin that I used to engage with all the time. And then just, like, after the election, like, I still tried for a little while and just, like, I just couldn't anymore, so I had to unfollow him. But I thought I was making some progress sometimes, but I've, I've recently realized that that was all just a pipe dream. But I just want to give a couple examples, and then the one thing that I noticed today. So, like, I when Trump announced his budget, like, very, like early, early in his presidency, I said if Benghazi was an issue... For any of my Facebook friends, you should be really mad about the budget because it slashes the State Department. And he commented, mm-hmm. oh, why? Does the budget call for the murders of four Americans? <laughs> so I said, well, no. But this like, is someone that's completely missing the... <laughs> yeah, and but I was like, but the State Department... Uh, you know, is getting super funding slashes. So, like, the, the you're mad that Hillary didn't pick up the phone. This would get rid of the phone completely and have the room be empty all the time. And he was like, well, I don't think that we should even have these uh, embassies because if, if Americans go to these places, they're on their own. They know the shithole terrorist countries what? they're going to. I was like... What? what? Is this guy like a non-interventionist? It's more than non-interventionist. <laughs> Not having an embassy in other countries is like so crazy. Like, yeah. I, I, well, I, I don't think maybe crazy to us because we're uh, we know how embassies work and stuff like that. But uh, these, <laughs> these people probably like view that as like we're giving free money in these embassies and like that's where our donation charity centers yeah, are for I these countries. But then, uh, I was uh, like, well, embassies are a little more complicated than that. Like they do a lot of features. And then he said. Well, you, I know that you're a lot smarter than me and know a lot more about this stuff than me, but I'm just going to feel this way anyway. Cool. And okay. I have never seen such a, like, open, just like, whatever, fuck them. Yeah, I, I can kind of respect when they're just like, hey, guess what? I'm, no, I'm just going to feel this way. You can't stop. I had a family member tell me that they... My mom's like that. They're like, I had a family member tell me, like, yeah, like, you're thinking of it from this whole, like, history policy perspective. I'm just thinking about it emotionally. Like, mm-hmm. and I, I like Trump emotionally. I'm like... Yeah. I got into an argument with my dad yeah. where he was like, how do you feel about, like, black people getting in more schools than white people? And I was like, well, that's a loaded question. There's, like, a whole... And he's like, I don't need to hear the whole history of it. How do you feel about it right now? And I'm like, you can't answer <laughs> that him. question without... Yeah, without the history. Without the history. Yeah. But the thing that like, really... No, how do, you, how do you feel about me doing surgery on you right now? Uh, well, <laughs> well, the history is I have cancer. No, I don't want to hear about the history. I just... Yeah. What, what if I just cut you open? Like, how would you feel? But the thing that got me with this cousin... That, like I just saw today because I, you know, was doing my research and a year ago he posted a, a picture of this was right after like this was like right around the Charlottesville time. He posted mm-hmm. a picture of Jimi Hendrix's a, a statue of Jimi Hendrix in California. And he said, uh, I'm offended by dumb idiots that choke to death on their own vomit. I demand that this statue be taken down. As like a, you know, like, you know, yeah, uh, like, you're uh, offended. And you can be offended by anything. Gotcha, libs. Like, this is what I'll do to your icon. Like, you did to my favorite confederate. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, and I, I don't remember what comments I had said, but I remember we got into it where he was like, you know, you northerners think you know all about the Civil War. It has nothing to do with slavery. 
and like listen to, listen to this month's Patreon bonus episode to know, hey, guess what? It's, it does. <laughs> yeah, but I was like, it does though. And like I sent a an excerpt from the Mississippi uh, secession letter that's like our position is one equal to slavery and like all this stuff. And he reshared it this as, on the anniversary like it came up in his memories and he's like oh man i remember when every all the offended leftist whiners came out for this and i thought it would get better by now but it's only gotten worse and then i looked and he deleted all my comments <laughs> oh. <laughs> and i was like dare i dare i go dip <laughs> back into this but i didn't but like do you feel good that you didn't, or do you feel like it's your obligation to keep the, fighting? We got into a fight about rewriting and erasing history <laughs> on the post. Oh, that's true. He accused me of trying to erase history, and then he deleted <laughs> my comments a year later. <laughs> Come on. He might have deleted them at the time and then forgot a year but later. Like, He's like, no one disagreed with me. Ryan, comments... you sound really offended right now. Oh. Triggered. <laughs> Got him. Triggered much. But, like, none of the comments, all the comments were just like, yeah, fuck the libs. And then he's <laughs> complaining that everybody was so triggered by it. And it's like, but you did. <laughs> I, I, the, the, the boils down to a lot of people don't want to feel like they're wrong. Even if they don't have anything to base it on. Like, I know you have all these facts, you have all this bullshit, but I don't want to admit I'm wrong. I, I have these feelings. My identity has been tied to this belief system, and I've, I've kept it for so long. If I give it up now, it means like uh, now I have to listen to whatever my fucking annoying cousin says because he knows all this dumb shit. <laughs> so I, I'd rather just fucking ignore what he just said and keep my identity and stay yeah. with my belief. But it's before. interesting when you go to the lengths to delete things that don't agree with your worldview. Yeah. Like, I would only delete things that are just like offensive on my wall to yeah. people. That see uh, well, you did defeat, you did delete man babies. So that's <laughs> that was not, offensive to me. Yeah. <laughs> but when we, the thing is, when we go to college, we're taught to have like uh, confront opposing viewpoints, mm-hmm. make arguments. Most people aren't uh, taught that much. They're, they're not even taught like to ha- have arguments against the other side in the first place. Like they're, they're, they're all taught these straw men that the the straw men that they are told this is what the lizards believe. Libs believe. But they never actually confront an actual lib. They don't actually have an actual argument with them. So uh, they're not taught how to make a, co- make a co- coherent argument. All they're taught is their worldview. So we have a very weird position where we, ha- we have, we're taught all that shit. And, but we're, taught to people, we're talking to people who, are, who haven't been taught all that but shit. But I, I, I understand Daryl's point because it's like one of those things you're like, most people don't want to feel like they're wrong. I think all people don't want to feel like they're wrong. And, it, and it's actually your brain does try to defend itself like naturally. It, it literally does. It literally but, does. It's but when you go, like I think... There's a, like there's there's a there's a there's a level of like cognitive dissonance kind of where you're like I can't confront being wrong so I'm gonna reject and then there's I'm another ignore. to consciously go and be like fuck this comment <laughs> and fuck that one he's yeah. wrong I'm right like it seems like you have to like that goes from just subconscious defense if you're to, like, so conscious. sure that you're right you shouldn't even have to delete it like when someone yeah. starts arguing with me and they're like close all embassies I don't feel the need to delete it because I'm like this yeah, is like, no. oh no. <laughs> Maybe just me, because I don't feel there's much of a difference from that and, like, me having an argument with my cousin and them literally, uh, and then, like, me changing their mind and, and them, them literally saying the exact same thing the next day. So, like, <laughs> I feel like, like, I, I've seen so, like, I, on paper, it might, it might seem a little bit different when you have it written and they have to delete it, but I've seen so many people literally delete what I've said to them, like, an hour later. 
that I've like I don't see as much of a difference from it. It's because what well, it's because the ignoring it and saying it again the next day can be like a, a kind of subconscious thing where they're just not it's not they're not accepting it in their brain to go. It's like a it's an intentional conscious thing to go and delete someone's comments. That's why. I'm but like, maybe maybe, they're, maybe in their mind they're just like liberal propaganda. He's trying to fool me with his liberal magic. <laughs> liberal magic. Maybe we don't know. <laughs> Let's talk to him. Let's get him on. Oh my God. Him, he'll versus... debate. Yeah, he'll debate ultimate. <laughs> this would be our new interview series. You're gonna have all our cousins and all these reveal on there. Uh, I would do that. Let's give our, a but no, guys. no, all of them arguing against heaven or earth guy. So, heaven um, I just want you guys to know that my most liberal aunt, uh, I seated at the wedding with all of the other family that I've been talking about, and uh, I think it'll be really fun. So let's go. Just uh, put, drop a microphone at that table and then just go instigate. No, the most important thing is to like provide copious amounts of alcohol to that table. Like oh the, oh yeah, open bar. You guys know yeah. you'll be there. And then and then we'll get stories to tell on the next podcast. Yeah, but uh, so do you guys have any examples of like the most blind hypocrisy in like one their side? Like Sly said, tied into their identity. Because like I have one that I really want to hear other examples of if you guys can think about it. But like, so the same cousin when uh, still during the, the like primary season shared a picture of uh, Bernie in like leather. It, it was like a, a political cartoon, like in like leather BDSM gear, licking Hillary's boots saying, I endorse you mistress. <laughs> and on the same day, he posted a picture of Ted Cruz endorsing Trump, saying he finally fell in line. Thanks for doing the right thing. It took you long <laughs> enough, you dick. And it's like, but <laughs> what? How yeah. is that commendable? And this other thing is so evil. Yeah, one's slavish and embarrassing, and the other one's like, oh, listening you, to your but... commander. Yeah. One bent a knee to the true master, and the other one told to the enemy. <laughs> yeah. So do you guys have any, like, really, like, just totally, they're just totally oblivious to the hypocr- hypocrisy? It's hard because, so, like, my uncle posts what President Trump did in his private life as a private citizen and not a paid politician. It's nobody's business. But I do remember young being younger, and this guy would complain about Clinton all the time uh, for his, I mean, I guess Clinton was a was a politician when he was doing that stuff, so I guess you can kind of argue it. Uh, it's like, I I know, because I remember him also voting for McCain and him being like the religious and family argument was the big thing for him. He's like, I need people who are... That's private. Family values, privately. Yeah. But Trump fucking strippers in his private life is like, <laughs> private, none is nobody's business. Yeah. yeah and then now all of a sudden they say shit like, oh, you know... Uh, God sent a flawed man to be our uh, yeah. savior. Well, that. I mean, I think the the most obvious one that I see all the time is the golfing thing, where Obama was the golfer in chief, and oh, yeah. Trump is like always working hard, like on the boat saving people. <laughs> I, I I feel like um, any Trump uh, argument, like Trump himself saying stuff, usually is a contradiction to something he said <laughs> before. True. So, like you can just go through his list. Like anytime he talks about like Brett, like oh they're trying to go against Brett Kavanaugh, what is breaking up the quorum? Like. Yeah. Fucking Trump talking about the quorum. Yeah. Oh my God. Anything, <laughs> oh my anything God. pro-Trump is usually like hypocritical. <laughs> the only example that I had is just that guy that's like lefty on socialist issues. But then there's just parts of it where he's just like so. I mean, I guess it's weird because I think he's one of the first people I've met that's like left-leaning fiscally, right-leaning socially. Because he shared a thing from one of his friends where it's like, is it mothers should be terrified that their little boys, any of them can be like accused of any kind of rape Whoa. yeah and and they'll be arrested their lives will be ruined 
And it's like you you you're fighting for like poor people's like worker man's rights, and then he turns around. It's like women have like too much power. The f- the funny thing is like that's a I don't know if it's a, a growing demographic, but it is like a a thing because uh like uh, liberals are uh, gaining attraction with the female population by huge amounts, but we actually lost points with millennial men. So there there are millennial men who are like I like the Bernie stuff like that stuff. Specifically, too, like white men. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Every guy I know that's like that is a white guy. And yep. like they'll bring up some legit uh, points, like of the fact that men are more likely to be tried, arrested, and they're they get, like more likely to get longer sentences than women uh, and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, and like and that, and, you know, and they're and you know, even if you are like fuck white men, uh, that disproportionately affects like black men and stuff like that too. Like black men are more likely to be fucked over than anyone else because uh, yep. of the they get uh, discrimination from the skin and their gender too. So, yeah. uh, but like. Uh, uh, these, but there are white men who are like women control everything. I, I want, I want uh, more social programs, but I want the end of the feminazis, basically. That's yeah. one of the things that I think. I think intersectionality is something that I see a lot that's lost on people. Where like Daryl said, there's people that are like almost there. Where like I see people that like like so my cousin is pretty not racist because like he he. It, I don't know what he was like before because I was younger, but like he adopted a black boy and is, pays a lot more attention to like racial issues and like racial equality and stuff. But mm-hmm. then like he's really sexist, and I'm like, you're you're like you're almost there. Yeah, well, that's like normal. I, I mean, yeah. honestly, like people being like it affects old. me, so I know right. about yeah, it. Yeah, I think that's a very normal thing. I also th- I also think we assume too much because uh, there's the all these alliances like the LGBTQ alliances, these groups that naturally formed alliances together that we assume mm-hmm. all, all liberals kind of form alliances that way yeah but they're not the monoliths alliances. for sure yeah yeah and sometimes it can be like infighting within the communities like nothing is perfect yeah like there's a lot of like yeah. bi erasure that goes on turfs attack yeah, yeah we, 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 we talk we talk about like fuck it like we, you know you mentioned drag queens like drag queens drag queens i hate uh transgender because uh, they're like, I know what I am. I'm a drag queen, and I hate, and I hate transgender because they pretend to be women or something like that. I mean, like, I don't want to paint any group with a broad brush like that. But I, 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 I've I, heard yeah. from trans people that yeah, there I've, are I, I, a lot of circles that they don't feel comfortable. Very around. good clarification because yeah. I, I've heard from specific dra- uh, figures in the, in the drag uh, community that have said that stuff. I should clarify. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. No, that I definitely agree with that. But it's like it's like uh, yeah. But you have all these weird. We like I always say. The spectrum is is bullshit. Like the you go further left, further right. This is really all these different groups making alliances yeah, yeah, yeah. and like having shared views. The spectrum is bullshit. It's, kind it's of, fucking... But some some of them should fall similarly with others. Like if you can already be pro minority rights, but then you're but you're like not women though. But women aren't minority. There's more of them than men. So yeah, the more, it's just yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, that's the stuff that's I weird. Whereas I, sometimes like that cognitive dissonance. Mm-hmm. Or that the um, the opposition of morals or political stances gets to me more than the people are like Trump isn't part of the deep state he's uh, fighting back against it because like that's that's just like nonsense land and nothing no logic flies no, there. I, I agree. Like, with how that. about this? Yeah, I have a black son, but I'm an incel, so of course women are the devil. But I like I am sympathetic towards minority rights because my son's black. That that's weirder to me though. Yeah, but that's the thing. It's like what you were asking about, like. What does it feel like when I talk to my dad? If he was just terrible, yeah. I would be like, I could deal with it because I would just like kind of either, you know, compartmentalize it or internalize it or like just like not push the buttons. But because it, I come close or make progress other ways, 
I'm like more inclined where like my aunt that I like can't reach at all, I find laughable. You know what I mean? Like when mm-hmm. I see the memes she shares and I'm like, oh, that's funny. I'm going to complain to my friends about it. But like, I don't get the same like disappointment, I guess. Mm-hmm. That I get when it's like, we almost made it, and then you're like, yeah, but what about, you know, like, black people are just as racist, and it's like, huh, well, woof. <laughs> um, I think that's why you see a lot of, like, really vitriolic and harsh infighting in, like, leftist spheres yeah. and stuff. It's because it can be f- frustrating to have someone where you feel like they're so close to what you think is the correct viewpoint but they're not taking that jump. Yeah, that's okay. what I was going to say, too. Like, we're like, they're so close to me. Yeah. <laughs> like, I was, was going to say, when, when uh, we talked about, I think mentioned like last episode or episode before, where Phil was like, you're too far left, you're too far right, I'm wherever it should be. <laughs> but I was saying, I'm the same way. Like, because um, Ryan and uh, uh, Daryl go into arguments about leftists on the, the chat sometimes. Yeah, we were doing it today. <laughs> yeah, and, and so I got, while I was talking, I was thinking, like, oh, he's probably a bit too far left for me. Yeah. But uh, Ryan and Daryl are too far right for me. Everyone should just be where I am, yeah. too. And yeah. 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 They're so that. close to perfection. Yeah. So, yeah. the, the infighting comment about the infighting on the left made me think that when I see these posts and, like, these memes and stuff from my family, I mm-hmm. see leftists arguing against them or, like, infighting on the left all the time. Like, in our Facebook group, people arguing and sniping at each other and stuff. But... The comments on these memes and stuff seem pretty uniform. Everyone's on the same page. So, like, do you guys find that, too? Like, my, my I saw this article about how, like, UC Berkeley wouldn't let cops use a bathroom because the students were uncomfortable or whatever. Like, it was one bathroom in one building that they were like, we'd rather you not use this. And all of the comments were from, like, my dad's friends that were like, the cops should piss and shit on these kids. And, like, I mean, all of them were, like, we bleed for these people. How would they like it if we just took a shit on their heads? And, like, the part of me was, like, well, obviously, like, if this is the group you're catering to, I don't feel comfortable with them using my bathroom either. But, like, I feel like there's much more of a uniformity on the on these, like, memes than there is in, like, even just us having a regular friendly conversation. They're also targeted towards a group, though. Like That's true. I, I don't know, like... It's hard to say, like, if you were a cop, if you would react defensively to me, you probably wouldn't say I'm gonna go shit down someone's throat or whatever. But like, you might be more you might way more defensive. You might say that. You might say that. Yeah, because like, it's it's hard for us to imagine. Like, if I was a cop, I wouldn't feel that way. But like, you don't know because you're not. You've never been denied a you know someone to say you can't go in this bathroom. Yeah. Also, but then they should be they, those people should never be like how come trans people in their own bathroom? Yeah. yeah. It also it also depends on what kind of like community you foster and want to build. Because mm-hmm. us, we're naturally very like let's talk about this. Yeah. And I feel like that's what we gravitate towards, like, people like that, too. And I feel like a lot of things on the internet, like, even, like, Yelp and Rate My Professor and stuff, all fall into the category where only people that strongly agree or strongly disagree feel inclined to say something. Mm -hmm. We strongly disagree. Yeah. (laughs) So the people that are, like, you know, I mean, I don't necessarily think that it's right for them not to use the bathroom, but, like, it's not a big deal. Probably aren't going to say something because they see everyone being like, I want to shit on all these kids. And, like, maybe Mm -hmm. I don't want to jump into that fray. Definitely. So, yeah, there's that, a, that there's a lot of people sense. that are like, let's, I'm not going to touch this. Or maybe memes are just the great unifying force of the universe. <laughs> yeah. The one time I got involved in a conversation, I was yelled at and threatened. So I was like, this is What did they threaten you with? To come over, to find me. <laughs> to shit on your head. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, who threatens another person over Jeff Bezos? <laughs> <laughs> Random people yeah. internet always do that shit because yeah, it's an easy yeah. way because like people, 
people know on the street, people do it still in real life, but then they know that I might have to throw down right now. But <laughs> online, they're like, this is no chance. I actually have to go to this guy's house. Okay, I found a couple of the comments I was talking about. This guy wrote in all caps, and it's, uh, I'll read it the way he wrote it. Comma, 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 comma. They should have raised their legs and pissed on them like dogs. Comma, comma, comma. <laughs> hey, California just lets people shit in the streets, so the cops should do the same. And cool. just, you know, it goes on and on. It's just that. Nice. <laughs> as, as you do. As you do. Oh, man. <sighs> well, Facebook is a bit of a mess, but we oh. knew that. Yeah, it's a mess. It's not winning. Yeah, how implicit Facebook? How how implicit in its downfall is it if we don't do anything to try and change it, or are we doing things to try and change it? That's the thing that I'm always like, like, is my uncomfortableness worth letting like more people just get away with like being trans? Especially, especially when you're a a white like cishet uh, male. You're yeah. in a pretty good privileged position not to be threatened by this stuff. So, like, your uncomfortability with getting into arguments with family, that's one of the things I always, like, struggle with. Like, what's my prerogative and what's yeah. my goal here with this? Yeah. Like, should I be yelling at my extended family and stuff? <laughs> yeah, but, like, if I don't do it, is anybody gonna? And, like, maybe yeah. they're gonna, you know, now all of a sudden they're at a place and they see a trans person and they beat the shit out of them. Because no one's ever stood up for them to them before. You know, like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It's a, a lot of it, uh, you know, it's tough because yeah, I think a lot of it boils down to whether or not you think you can make a difference. I think that's and, the uh, big thing, too. Especially, uh, like we said, on Facebook. Like, is that the place? Mm-hmm. Rather than in person and having, like, a long-term relationship with the person. Yeah. But, like, Facebook when it's someone is... that I never see in person and, like, don't have a long-term relationship and, like, whatever, like, that's fine. <laughs> like, I could just be the cousin that yells at them on Facebook sometimes. Maybe that's I'll true. be the best friends with the guy that's going to beat me up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. But, Daryl, why don't you just give all your wealth away, too, then, if you're going to make Jeff Bezos do it? Yeah. You got it, buddy. <laughs> got him. Got him. <laughs> all right, so did we learn? Oh, we have to talk about this very important topic. We learned our lesson. Did we learn? Uh, uh, we learned it's really... We learned people post dumb stuff. Yeah, and yeah, dumb people post revelation. dumb things. Yeah. Just like you probably gotta, won't change your mind. Probably won't change your mind. But like you could try. I would love if any listeners wanna write in at either our email address, oops something. <laughs> but it's oops I talk politics. Or better at gmail.com. Yeah. Or better on Twitter at oops politics. Or in our Facebook group, oops I talk divisive issues. Let us I wanna hear more stories. I wanna see these terrible memes that people share. We have a meme uh, thread always. Guys, if you would like to see the view cancelled Please like and share. My, oh, bingo! <laughs> that one too. Is it, wait, is canceled spelled with only, uh, with, is it spelled wrong? As Whoopi Goldberg. Yeah, Whoopi Goldberg, yeah, yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes, that's a good one. I have seen that one in my cool. research. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> How so, many are willing to post, I don't watch the view and never will? <laughs> never did, never will. Um, that ant also shared, uh, a lot of people are saying that people aren't watching the Big Bang Theory anymore. Share if you do, Bazinga. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> okay, that's, that's actually the most uplifting way to end this podcast right now. Bazinga. So, yeah, Bazinga. and also go on uh, Flying Machine Network and check out the other shows on the network. Um, one, I the new episode of Potster Podcast was an interview with two uh, research data scientists about um, the changing like gender roles in like religious evangelical groups and like how 
statistically, most people, even women, are uncomfortable with women pastors, but once they have one, it, like, skyrockets. And I found, like, the whole, the breakdown of all the data is really, really interesting. And I think it, that is a good example of how, like, once they experience something or people, like, explain things to them, maybe it can make a difference. And actually, which is, why, which is why people in urban areas tend to be more uh, okay with people of different races and religions and stuff because they have experience with those people and tend to be more open minded. Yes. Yeah. So, good thing uh, the Electoral College makes their votes matter less. Good thing. Yeah, great. Thank God. So, <laughs> oh, I'm getting banned. <laughs> I'm getting so, banned. thank you for listening to Oops, I Talk Politics. I've been. Uh, I've been liking and sharing because I watched The Big Bang Theory, Bazinga. I've been shitting on Daryl's head. I've been getting censored for saying God bless America. And I've been making inventions to help the poor people, like luggage that pushes cars. Uh, oops, today God has given us the knowledge to stop poverty, guaranteed. Ultimateinventor.com I give you the incredible flying machine. Remember, it still needs someone to drive the car, but the luggage can't do that yet. <laughs> Oops, I ended the podcast. What's the fucking thing that guy says? <laughs> Love in heaven? Uh, heaven on earth. Ultimate inventor. Are they talking about him? <laughs> Ultimate inventor. Maybe, maybe we say oops uh, and that saying. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, Phil, you end it with that. Uh, I'm looking for it. Oh, uh, really? <laughs> okay. Uh, oops, I am the learned from God sent ultimate inventor. Can't say right. Uh, oops, today God has given us the knowledge to stop poverty, guaranteed. Ultimate inventor.com. <laughs> Perfect.